Are you seeking fulfillment for your life? Do you want freedom from fear? That's why we're here. Welcome to Jesus 101, introducing you to the real Jesus. And now, here's your host, Elizabeth Talbot. Hello, I'm Elizabeth Talbot. And I'm Hazel Marroquin. And again, Hazel, we're so happy that you are with us. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. She's our new PR person, and she was in town, so she's going to help us with some of the programs. And we continue with our series on uh, women of the Bible, and this week with unnamed women of the Bible. You know, people that we just know them by either their sickness or their problem, but we don't know their name. I'm glad I have a name. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm glad I have a name too. But but God uh, knows all my problems and yes. and He still loves me. That's in spite awesome. Of that. Yeah, in spite <laughs> of that. That's important. And today we're seeing, uh, we're going over analyzing the story of a woman who had a long disease. This, we, we know her as the bleeding woman. What a thing to be known for, you know. This poor woman... Uh, was considered impure and all kinds of things because of the disease she has. Do you know anybody has dealt with something for a long time? As a matter of fact, I have uh, someone who's very dear to my heart, a close family member who is in that situation and continues to be in that situation. And what situation is that? Uh, they're actually in jail at the moment. Oh, that's 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 difficult for your family, I assume. It's very difficult for everyone. Yes, and, and it's hard when you don't see the light at the end of the tunnel, you know, because maybe you can put up with one year, two years or something, and, <laughs> and, and then the things get long, you well, know? Sure, it's like it's dragging on. Yeah, especially... No the, hope. Exactly, especially if the thing you're going through is something that would make you an outcast. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I think this qualifies for <laughs> yeah, Exactly, exactly. And I think many of us, maybe some of us, you know, uh, have been trying to cover some things. You know, some people have problems in their marriage. Some people have addictions. And and it's, it's so freeing when you can say, okay, I think God knows everything about what I'm going through. You know, even if other people don't because I have covered it. Yeah, we're, I mean, we're pretty good about covering up also. It, it, exactly. Some things you can't cover up, but exactly. a lot of things you can and do. Exactly. Exactly, exactly. And this woman had an ongoing problem that in that particular society would have made her unclean. And 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 there's an amazing story here, and, and we're going to go to Luke chapter 8, for those of you that have your Bibles with you. And this is one of those famous Luke and pairs, where um, Luke puts a man and a woman, and a man and a woman, and a man and a woman. Of all the Gospels, Luke is the one that gives the most importance to, to women, because in that society, nobody was really important. I like Luke already. I already already liked him. (laughs) Yeah. Go Luke. Go Luke. One time I I read that actually the Gospel of Luke was the most uh, beautiful book ever written. Well, this is is one of the best ones in the Greek because he was very good writer in the original languages. And actually Luke is the author that wrote the most words in the New Testament. Some people think that it's Paul because there's a lot of epistles and and, uh, uh, letters, but they're short. So Luke and Acts, which are the two books, if you put them together, uh, uh, Luke is the one author that wrote the most uh, words in the uh, New Testament. So it's it's awesome. Yes, that's an awesome So if we, uh, please come with us to Luke chapter 8, where we start the story on verse 4 with the men and then the story of the man will be interrupted with the story of a woman and this is called intercalation and it was something very known in the time of Jesus where the author of the of the story instead of telling us a whole story uh, 
stops and tells us the other story that happened in between and then picks up the first story. Uh, but in order to do that, the two stories had to be somewhat similar. And, and, and in that society, you would never think that an important man like Jairus, in this case, uh, would have anything to do with the bleeding woman. She was pretty important. He was pretty important. And we're going to read why. Okay. Verse 41 of chapter 8 of Luke. And we're going to get Hazel started reading the scriptures. Okay. And there came a man named Jairus, and he was an official of the synagogue. And he fell at Jesus' feet and began to implore him to come to his house. So here we get it right away. The man, and we get the name a of the man. A very important man. Yes. And we get a name, first of all. Yes. He's Jairus. And then we get his status. He's the official of the synagogue. And most people, do you, do you know by any chance, and you don't have to know this, <laughs> how many officials the synagogue had? I'm going to guess one. <laughs> well, that's a great guess because most <laughs> synagogues had only one official. It was okay. like the pastor, the senior pastor of a church. Okay. okay. So when he came, everybody knew him. Well, well, absolutely. So Jairus is coming. The crowd is moving. You know what I mean? So because, and he's coming to Jesus, but he's doing something unusual that respected men didn't do. He is falling at Jesus' feet. Wow. So everybody's like, who is this man? Why is he doing this? He has a position. He's famous, you know. And then we just told, didn't do that. No, you just didn't do that. You know, and, and so verse 42 tells you what was the most important thing for him, why he was doing this. Okay. So why don't you read for verse 42 for us? For he had an only daughter, about 12 years old, and she was dying. But as he went, the crowds were pressing against him. So here we have the reason. I mean, I think most parents uh, would lose their honor because, see, a lot of people think that God has more honor than compassion. So mm. they think... God would never do certain things for me. Well, and, I'm glad and, he does. I'm glad, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm very and, thankful. And that's why the New Testament tells us he left heaven. He became like one of us. He emptied himself. Here this father is emptying himself for his daughter. He's, he's, he has an only daughter, this is a very important point, who is 12 years old and she's dying. Wow. So he's run out of options. This important, known, famous man has run out of options. Well, sure. He, at that point, he's willing to do anything, it Absolutely. sounds like, for his daughter. He's at uh, his wit's end. Is that uh, how you said it in English? Wit's end? At uh, wit's end. <laughs> yeah. So he's, he's like that. No more plan. A to Z, done. So he comes to Jesus. And in this moment, we get this intercalation. We get another story that actually bugs us a little bit because it's interrupting. I mean, Jesus is going with this important man to heal his daughter. Well, yeah, he was important. He had to stop. I mean, he should have stopped and didn't right away. Well, actually, he's, he starts going with him. He says, but as he went, he, the Jesus went, the crowds were pressing against him, and then we get this intercalation. Now, don't forget that for the intercalation, you had to have something in common with the previous story if you're going to intercalate another one. So let's read verse 42 and verse 43 so our listeners can see what is in common. For he had an only daughter about 12 years old, and she was dying. But as, as he went, the crowds were pressing against him. And a woman who had a hemorrhage for 12 years and could not be healed by anyone. So all of a sudden, we have something in common. The girl is 12 years old. And the woman has been sick for 12, 12 years. years. Wow. So we get this intercalation. <laughs> all of a sudden, they become the same and different stories at the same time. As long as this girl has been alive, this woman has been sick. Wow. And and, and aside from that, we she's also dying. She cannot be healed by anyone. She's a woman. The only big difference between these two women is that one has an important daddy and the other one doesn't. Has nobody. Nobody, because she is coming by herself, which means that any male in her life is no longer around. And, you know, today they still have a lot of women that have nobody. Nobody. And in that first century, it was even worse because you needed a male for uh, even surviving 
uh, you know, for, for any reason, the male spoke for you. This, this, the husband didn't come. The father didn't come. The son didn't come. She came because she was, you know, no more nothing. She wow. doesn't have any plans. Very sad. Very, very sad. And, and, and she, uh, it, we don't have time for this, but if you go to Leviticus 15, verses 19 to 31, you will see why this woman who had a, an, uh, a, a period that would never stop. That's why it says a bleeding woman. She had a hemorrhage that would never stop for 12 years. That's a long time. Yeah, yes, and she would be considered unclean, untouchable. Okay, so this is why it's so important that in the next few verses, we have the word touch, 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 I can't even say it many times, uh, because everybody's like, what? You touched him? Because if, if this woman that touched him. That just didn't happen. It shouldn't have happened. Exactly. Because, you know, if you touch somebody, you make them unclean. Unclean. Nobody so, wants to be unclean. Exactly. So let's read verse 44 and 45. Came up behind him and touched the fringe of his cloak, and immediately her hemorrhage stopped. And Jesus said, who is the one who touched me? And while they were all denying it, Peter said, Master, the Everybody's people, touching <laughs> are you serious? This is a big crowd. Master, <laughs> the people are crowding and pressing in on you. And so Jesus said on verse 46, somebody did touch me. See, see, we the touching is a pivotal word because she could not touch anybody. And we are told that verse 47, when the woman saw that she had not escaped notice, she came trembling and fell down before him. Now we have the woman in the same position as the man was at the beginning. Now wow. she has fallen that at the awesome. feet of Jesus. So oh, we, we're getting the two stories as parallel stories, except that she's not important. She doesn't have a name. We don't know her name. We only know her disease. The other man was an important man, but we have in common that they're both dying and they're both 12. The girl was 12 years old. She's 12 years sick. Now they're both at the feet of Jesus. And Jesus makes this point out loud, and and we're like, why would he shame her like that? You know what I mean? <laughs> and 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 we she get, was already suffering enough, right? Yeah, but but we're told that she had been immediately healed on verse forty four. So why is this going on if the miracle of of sickness uh, being healed has already happened? And it's because something very important that we all need to know is that Jesus doesn't doesn't just uh, want us to sometimes he has a miracle of healing, physical healing. He wants the bigger miracle, which is the emotional, spiritual healing. And this woman's uh, hemorrhage had stopped in verse 44. But he continues and makes it public. Why, why do you think Jesus shamed this woman by, by stopping the whole crowd and saying, who touched me? He, he knew he, who touched her. You know, once I read in, in a very, probably one of my favorite books that everything that Jesus did, he did out of compassion. Everything that Jesus did, he did out of compassion. I read that one time in one of my favorite books, and and I, I just can't imagine that he did it for anything bad for her. So it had to be something that was uh, going to be compassionate for her. <laughs> and it is, because everybody knew her as the untouchable woman. You couldn't could invite her for dinner. She couldn't go to the synagogue. And this is the way he reinstated her to society. She said, everybody, come over here. <laughs> she, 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 when she realized she had not escaped notice, verse 47, she came trembling because she thought they were going to say, that was you, it. Yeah, yeah, you touched the master, and 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 she explains in the in, in, in everybody's eyes, uh, ears, uh, you know, th that she had touched and been healed. And so so Jesus is saying, hey, you can invite her to dinner now. Okay, she's healed. <laughs> That's why Jesus did it. She she he put her back into society. Wow. But there was more of a miracle that needed to happen, not just her healing physically. And verse forty eight is our pivotal verse in this and uh, this the two stories. Why don't you go ahead and read it? And he said to her. Daughter, your okay, faith. Stop, stop there. Okay. He said to her, Daughter. This is the only time in all four Gospels that Jesus calls a woman daughter. Wow. This is, is the amazing. only story. 
So we had been following how the two stories were so close. The, the 12, the woman, the dying, the filling of his feet. Here now we have daughter. Jesus publicly embraces her into his kinship. Wow. You thought that the other one was an important daddy? Hey, <laughs> let me tell everybody, this is my daughter. That's amazing. That's awesome. <laughs> isn't it? It's, it's, yes. it's, it's breathtaking. This, isn't this it? it's, nobody woman, it, all, of a all, sudden, of called, all of a sudden you have Jesus calling her daughter. That's exactly wow. true. And then he says, you can go in faith, and the, and the original says, you have been made whole, you have been saved. The, the verb is soter, where we get soteriology for salvation. And who go, doesn't want to feel whole? Exactly. Everybody, who doesn't want to have somebody but see, have that much compassion on this, them? This woman had a master's degree in, in being unnoticed, because if somebody saw her, they would throw her out. Well, sure. But but she realized that Jesus noted her, noticed her, but she, she came... Uh, uh, trembling because she thought she was going to be, you know, scolded or something. Well, sure. That's what would normally happen. Exactly. And Jesus says, I, I want to do something bigger for you than simply stop your bleeding. I'm going to call her daughter, everybody. She's in my kingship. You nah. know, it's, we have a hard time sometimes understanding that this is what God really does wants to do for all of us. Yeah. And we just don't, we just can't believe it. Yeah, I we mean, can't believe it. We me. Behold I mean, what manner no, of love the Father has given unto us that we could be called children of right. God. We right? have a hard time accepting it sometimes, I believe. Yes, and I wish we had a lot more time, but we're running out of time. After he says daughter, then the messenger comes and talks to Jairus and says, your daughter has died because now we have two daughters with two daddies. And um, and it, he, he says, well, don't be afraid. And he uses the same words. If you also believe, your daughter will also be made whole. And she will go, he will go and, and touch the untouchable and, you know, raise her from the dead. Amen. And, believe, that's a big word. Yes. So, so we have to believe. Well, the, the believe is, is, is simply accepting that the grace is greater than we ever imagined, that yeah. God wants to make us his children. And there's so many people out there that have been marginalized, and maybe you are one of them who is listening to us to, to today. But God wants to give you the peace of knowing that he is your Savior. So da daughter, son, whatever you are, accept Jesus and then go in peace. Daddy is here. Thank you for joining us today on Jesus 101. For more insights and resources, connect with us at Jesus101.tv. That's Jesus101.tv. Like us on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash Jesus101Institute and follow us on Twitter at Jesus101Media. Until next time, live free. Woohoo!